Warning, the following program contains subject matter not suitable for a younger audience. It contains offensive language and opinions. Stop it, you're acting like a child. Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss, disgust, and dissect. All right. No normal mind can imagine. I'm gonna die here. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Fucking dead bastard. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike and Jeremy. We are Feminists of the Dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome. We are fans of the dead. I'm Mike. I'm Jeremy. How you doing, bro? Doing good. Doing really good. A little bit later than uh, normal of us doing this. Yeah, it's almost tomorrow. <laughs> that chuckle in the background was fucking Norm. I'm Norm. I'm going to have to edit that now and turn the volume way down. But yes, we were thinking that our intro is a little crusty because it's from a rap beat that I looped, I don't know, 20 years ago. And uh, yeah, we're working on that. Yeah, I'm excited. I like uh, I like what I hear. Hopefully, it add a little bit of a creepy vibe. A creepy non-rap vibe. Nothing wrong with rap. I'm still gonna use that beat. God damn it. Or being creepy. No, creepy. Creepy's in. Creepy's cool. Creepy's getting cooler. And speaking of creepy, this month we're doing sorority babes in the slime ball bolorama. It's pretty much exactly what you think it is. I had. So so many issues with the proprietor of this place being a bowling center manager so many problems being a patron of a bowling alley that was closed i also had some issues but first this is a recipe for disaster so this time i decided to make slime balls because watching this whole movie titled slime balls there are no slime balls in the movie not one time is a slime ball mentioned no not once but it's a college-type-ish movie. It's got sorority babes. So I thought jello shots. Shape them like balls. Got a little bit of whipped cream delight. If you yeah. remember that scene. If you saw this movie, you remember that scene. <laughs> and we did some flaming babs. Cheese fries. Flaming babs cheesy fries. Because I couldn't come up with a better name. Crispy Keith just sounded whack. Crispy critters. I wasn't about to cook up Crispy critters. Keith. Keith. The guy's name was Keith, and the, they called you know, him. Now that you mentioned, you did that, watch this movie, right? I remember that. Oh boy, this is going to be a long one, folks. Fasten your seatbelts. Spoilers ahead. In a bowling alley from hell, there's only one way to score. There are no freshmen in the College of Love, and they're about to graduate to madcap mayhem when a sorority prank goes crazy. Out to steal a trophy from a local bowling alley, the kids accidentally unleash the Imp, a sadistic little spirit with a diabolical sense of humor. He creates demons and loves sexy women. He's the original party animal, inviting you to come along and die laughing. Just like everybody else, the sorority babes won't live through initiation, but don't blame that cute little killer. He's evil by nature, and funny as hell. And even if you can take a joke, it kills you. 
Wow. <laughs> this movie is fun. Definitely fun. It's very fun. So, Sorority Babes came out in 1988, directed by David DeCoteau. Dakota. Dakota. That's that, that's it's what that says. weird, man. I don't know. Maybe he's Canadian or something. He could be. But uh, so movie starts. We have this catchy '80s, very '80s uh, theme song. Here in the darkness. Now, can we just talk about the music in the movie for a little bit? Because most of it is unattainable. Yeah. I really tried to find. I couldn't find any the song of "Sex" by Zoom Zoom. If you can <laughs> find that, please send me a link to to hear it or send me a copy like the movie the song sounded all right right but it's not on youtube it's not on soundcloud anything um besides that creepazoids music from dave dakota's last movie he repurposed for this nice so there's two songs and one other song that has something to do with this movie that i'll talk about later but other than that the soundtrack is just i don't know <laughs> i don't know so the movie starts these three nerds are in a dorm room. Why well, you gotta call them nerds? Because they were nerds. It's, they're what... totally set up to be nerds. Their dorm room, you got the TV nerd. He's like the horror nerd. Right, he's just sitting on the floor. sitting. You know, he's sitting crisscross applesauce with his head in his hands, watching a horror movie. Then you get the perv nerd. He's way to, reading way to go. Penthouse. Way to go PC with that one. Very good. Wallpaper, thank you. Wallpaper with pinups. And then you got, I don't know what the other nerd is. Like, I thought, like, he's kind of like a jockey type, but he doesn't look like a jock because he's, like, lying on bags of potato chips and pretzels and popcorn, and he's got a six-pack of beer right on his chest. Just lying on him. Yeah. yeah, so you got one watching the horror movie. One, I call it the fat shit with the six-pack. Fat shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably inappropriate. And then we had a third one who brings up the idea of going to the initiation for the Tri-Delta. Delta Delta. Delta Delta. And so actually, I believe, was one of them, uh, well, he was reading a penthouse. Yeah, I mentioned like, that. The guy with the yeah. wallpaper uh, oh, pinups. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The perv so, nerd. Right. But he made a comment to him saying, you know, at least I've had more than a magazine. Yeah. Yeah, he's a wicked player, that guy. So, Jimmy. So all in all, he ends up trading a beer for viewing... The initiation of the Felta Delta. Right. But don't worry. No rush. It doesn't start till midnight. That's right. The movie nerd, that was Calvin, I believe. Yes, it's Calvin, Keith, and Jimmy, the fatty. So they give him a beer just because, well, you know, it'll make it grow some hair in your chest. They do say that, but they kind of force him to drink the beer. And I want to make a point that they force him to go. He doesn't really want to go. He Drinks the beer under duress, under pressure from his peers. Those are the best kinds of beers I've had. So they ended up giving him a beer. So we have three Tri-Deltas getting ready. They're getting their robes on. Guessing those are the ones that are going to do the initiation. Right. Babs, Rhonda. Frankie. Frankie. That's right. Why couldn't I remember her name? Frankie. And one of them, I can't remember which one it was, was bitching and moaning about the robe. And what it's going to do to her hair. Frankie. Was that Frankie? Yep. Yeah, she's bitching and moaning why they have to wear them. Maybe they think they're we're devil worshippers. Yeah, and they make fun of Babs because she wants to do the whole, right. uh, the paddling. They call her a dominatrix. Right. Maybe you should work in a prison and become, uh, oh, what did they call her? Wicked Warden. Wicked yeah, Warden. Babs yeah, the Wicked some... Warden. That's what it was. So they're getting ready to go. And, um, so Calvin 
he turned heel. He doesn't want to go because the sadomasochism doesn't appeal to him. Right. Which, I mean, I guess, to each their own. He goes, uh, you know, it's naked girls. Have a beer. It'll help. It did not help him. No. And he's like, that's gross. You're watching zombies eat people. That's gross. It's not a zombie. It's a succubus. <laughs> so... So then we kind of, we have um, we have two initiates getting ready, and one of them is kind of iffy about the whole thing. Like, it's not sure she wants to do it, and then the other one says to her, you know, you want to get somewhere in this college, don't you? Right. More pressure. More pressure. A lot of pure pressure in this movie. Yeah. Um, it was the 80s. It's true. It was the 80s. So there's whips on the coffee table. Yes, there are. Hello. <laughs> so... So Babs, Rhonda, and Frankie come in, and she goes, initiates were not given permission to talk. No, Babs is dominating here. To assume the position. Right, so they're in these skimpy little, like, ripped-up t-shirts, and their underwear. And they're made to bend over the back of a couch and get paddled. A long time. They took a lot of hits. There was a lot of hits, and the three guys are just found the perfect vantage point to the window, open window, where they get the perfect angle on this whole show. And can I just say that the paddle didn't say tri-delta. It was more like beta pi theta or something. We'll have to inquire about that later. I saw most of the word but. But? Well, there was the B and then like the double T and then there was like another thing. So I saw but. Oh, clever Dakota. <laughs> so the three of them, they end up going up to the house and... Calvin is just trashed off his one beer, which was pretty hilarious because he's just falling all over the place. Yeah, he's he's hammered. <laughs> they go up to this window, and they're just and it's like right next to them too. So it's amazing to me that like none of them actually saw them like sticking their faces through the screen. Uh, they were all uh, focused on this ritual. After many, many, many a whack, they're like, "Hey, let's I got let's get a better view." They decide to go inside the house. Not quietly either. No. Drunk guys crashing all over the place. They're talking in like almost their regular speaking voices. Yeah. So they're so they're hiding in the kitchen, and this is you know when we get the uh, the whipped cream delight. Right. So the girls get sprayed down with whipped cream, and they have to go and shower off, while they come up with the final part of the initiation. Insert the gratuitous shower scene here. It's a uh, good long shower scene here and this is where sex by zoom zoom plays i'm uh, hoping maybe zoom zoom will reach out to me with a copy of their hit song so one thing where i kind of feel like this probably isn't a sorority house but maybe a fraternity house because the toilet that the radio was sitting on the toilet seat was up i have a feeling that chicks don't do that yeah they also had a giant tiger calendar in the room they were getting ready in and, yeah, if you looked at the front of the house, there was different Greek letters. I don't even know if they were Greek letters. I honestly couldn't even uh, distinguish what right. letters they were. So, but they had that over the mantle, too. So right. there's, like, three different groups going on in this house. And does it seem a little strange that for bringing pledges into to Hell Night or Hell Week or whatever this is, there's only three girls in the sorority present? Yeah, I feel like and there would be a big, you know, kind of gathering or to do. Like for I this. imagine there would be at least three pledges. So they have two pledges. That's almost a whole <laughs> sorority. 
more actresses cost more money. My Extras. question, my question is though, like you're talking about the name of the, uh, the sorority, and I don't recall what the letters look like, but I recognize a lot of Greek letters. So if you want to like write them down, I could probably tell you. And you, can we did, and we're right going over that wrong. later. Did you not hear me? No, I did not. We're bringing in sorority babes, and we're going to interview them. What? Yeah. Okay. Continue. Sorry <laughs> for that rude interruption, Norm. So, <clears throat> the nurse decided to go up onto the second floor to watch the showering commence. This is where it gets a little iffy. Yeah. Technically, they're not breaking in and entering because they did just walk in. They're not supposed to be there. They don't have permission. So that's very bad. Bad, bad, bad guys. And then they find themselves kind of in a Porky's Revenge of the Nerds era where some sketchy stuff went on and it's like played for comedy. Yeah. And it was very comical. <laughs> So, they, you know, the three, they do this whole, like, kind of, like, three stooges thing where they stick their heads in the door, like, one over the other. Yeah, like, totem pole style. Yeah. Busted. Oh, yeah. Babs comes up, and she hits them in the ass with the paddle, and they fall into the bathroom, startle the girls who are showering with no shower curtains. This water's got to be everywhere. <laughs> well, I think the bushes soaked them up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the 80s. It was a different time. It's true. So they bring them back downstairs, and they're going to, I believe she, she like threatens to like kill them all and claim it was self-defense. Right, yeah, she's going to think of some sort of punishment. Three perverted rapists broke into our house. Kind of harsh to go with rapists, like, right away. Right, but, you know, she's on the right track. Yeah. Because if she called the police, the police are like, what the fuck were you doing? So, like, you know, they have right. to assume that there was something going to happen further. Right. So this is where... Babs comes up with the third stage. The final uh, the final thing they test. have to do. Yes. They decide that the three the three guys are going to help. We find out their names are Taffy and Lisa. So they have to help them break into a bowling alley and steal a trophy. And apparently Babs' daddy owns the mall. Right. So they're going to sneak in and kind of thwart them from finishing the task. But... Before that, she says, as punishment, she's going to make the boys escort the pledges to the mall. And of course, you know, they're like, you want us to be alone with these sleaze bags, these sex maniacs, these perverts? Not once does she say slime ball. Let me just say that. And of course, Jimmy, at first, he's like, that's bullshit. We break into one place, you're going to make us break into another place? And Keith is like, dude, she's making us go alone. To an empty place with these babes. He's like, oh yeah, 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 of course. Well, what, the punishment fit the crime? <laughs> also, can one person own a mall? Sure, why not? I feel like, you know. Someone owns the mall and then rents out the stores. I feel like, I thought, thought more like a corporation would own a mall. Okay, so Warren Buffett. Fine. You know, one person can be a corporation. So, so Taffy's uh, in the back seat with Calvin passed out on his shoulder. Yep. She's in a lovely uh, position right there. And then Keith suggests picking the lock with a bobby pin. Right, because he thinks he's 007. Right. You know, you saw a couple movies with James Bond. Oh, I can get anywhere with my pen lighter. No, no, it's my 007 fountain pen can get me on any door. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many... Amazing one-liners. So then, then uh, 
dude pukes over the side of the car. And they're like, oh my god, how drunk is he? He had one beer. One beer? Yeah, pathetic, isn't it? So we show up to the Plaza Camino. Cool name for a mall. It really is. Or I don't know if it was the mall or just that section of the mall. We'll never find out. Does anyone know? No. Since this was written in 12 days and shot in 10 days, there are probably a lot of big questions that we'll never get answers to. We see the janitor in his closet. Yes. Who is probably my favorite character in this movie. Mine too. Buck Flower. So Babs, the the Babs, Rhonda, and Frankie, he's about to leave. And he just kind of gets shoved into his closet. Yeah, they don't even pay any attention. They shove the door shut. He gets stuck in there. Yeah. So then the pledges and the, and the three guys, they, they get to the mall. They're like, all right, let me, let me feel some for wires for the alarm. I'll, I'll try and you know, deactivate the wire. So Calvin just happens to like fall into the door. Wait, after he just puked again into the bushes. That's true, yep. And then, yeah, he goes, stumbles up and just walks in like it's his house. Yeah. And they're like, you idiot. You're trying to pick the lock. We could have just walked in. Why is this door open? What do you mean, why is it open? It's after midnight. It's after midnight, and the janitor's about to leave. He forgot his... Sorry, but if it's after after hours, you need to be locked. Are you asking the characters in their head why they were like, why is this unlocked, or... No, I think he's wondering. Because Babs and their crew went in before then and didn't lock the door. They went went into the entrance of the mall, because Daddy owns the mall. They don't own the bowling alley, and that's where our nerds and the pledges go in. No, they ended up... In the bowling alley. They went in through an entrance and then... No, in they the went directly alley. into the bowling no, alley. No, yes. No. How many times have you seen the movie? I saw it just this once recently. And because it, you it see... stained my mind where I can see the details sisters clearly. Going through Plaza Camino. Whereas our friends go to the goddamn bowling alley. You see the vending machines and then you see all the lanes. I feel like it was Let's that just move immediate. on. <laughs> so they walk in, they find they go into the bowling alley, all the lanes are on. All the lanes are on. Those are emergency lights. Those are not. Just saying. Maybe the janitor likes to hang out with his buddies at the bowling alley after hours and he jams in one of the lanes and they sing over the loudspeaker. Who does that? Cool ass janitors. And us, apparently. And us. We've done that. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. The place is a fucking rug store now. We hung the shit out of there. <laughs> we did. We chilled on the roof. We chilled in the garage. We chilled in the lanes. We chilled in the conference room. We chilled all over that bowling alley. We weren't slime balls, though. No. And there were no sorority babes. Uh, or we... imps. There were a couple imps. <laughs> yeah, they were. They start looking for this trophy. They have to go into this... Apparently, they keep trophies in this, like, caged room. Uh, they're very important. Apparently, it's... Clearly, that's the one thing they lock up. Yeah. They don't lock up the bowling alley, but they lock up the trophy. So this is where we kind of run into Spider. Yes. So Calvin... Hey, come here often. Yeah. That was hard to watch. <laughs> well, he's, he's hammered. He's just trying to be funny. So she's trying to break into the cash register with a crowbar. Yes. Why is there money in the cash register? Why is the cash register shut? Every place I've ever been to... Leaves it popped open so you see it's empty. Yeah. Well, it's shut because somebody didn't take the friggin' money out. Buck Flower is not the ideal employee for the bowling alley. No, he's a janitor and probably shouldn't be touching money. Does it ever say he's a janitor? He just kind of gets trapped in the janitor's closet. 
I guess so. So the big line out of Spider, Linnea Quigley, is, what is, what is this, this, the Midnight Wimp Bowling League? That's she, the she, best line in the movie. So she comes over and helps them no, it's not. smash open the trophy room. Right, after a little back and forth. Right. The girls definitely don't like Spider. They are not a fan of Spider. They end up, they, they get into the, uh, the trophy room. So Jimmy picks off this big trophy. He's a big one. He's a big one. And then they, uh, I believe they, they make their way to the, like to the arcade area. And this is where Spider knocks the trophy out of Jimmy's hand. Right, yeah. Fat Boy's giving her problems. She right. hits him in the stomach. He drops the trophy and it starts to smoke. It and didn't even break open. No, it, well, at this point, it just started to smoke because it's like a genie's lamp. Yeah. It, you know, it got rubbed the right way and Christina Aguilera is coming out. But this is just smoke. And Jimmy's like, too cool. Out comes... The Imp. Uncle, Uncle Impy. I call him the Jive Talking Goblin. It's funny that you say that because in Joe Bob's drive-in totals, he is one Jive Talking midget monster who talks like Barry White hosting a game show. <laughs> That's awesome. And he is apparently a wish-granting goblin. And he likes or the imp. ladies. Ooh, Hey, there's a pretty one. Ooh, another one over there. Bet all the boys are glad we have these lovely ladies in the audience today. Aren't you, boys? Really awkward silence. And Jimmy's just like, too cool. So, Jimmy gets to go first. That's a great impersonation. Jimmy gets to go first. So he decides to wish for gold so he can get his manicures. Yeah. That was, dude, he is funny. He's like, I can get my nails done, my hair. I'm going to get a Porsche. I'm gonna, no, no, no. I'm going to get two, three. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. He was very, very uh, grateful for the wish. He was. Yeah, he said thank you a bunch of times. So, but up in the up in the surveillance room, we have Babs and her, her two friends. Now they're pissed. Yeah, they're just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. The, Did you plan this? She's like, plan it. I don't even know what's going on. I believe Keith is next. Right, yeah. He's like, hey, I know what I know what you want. You want to poke her butt from here to Poconos. Yeah, yeah, I do. He says that. So, But then he changes Lisa into a nymphomaniac who's just happened to be in, like, this little brown lacy lingerie, and she's just all about the dick all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> it cuts to uh, the janitor still stuck in his little closet. He's like, gotta be calm, gotta be calm. Gotta be calm. Uh, get me out of here! Well, Fuck. first he goes, he's trying to get the door open. And this guy must have just been let, like, ad-lib whatever. He's yeah. like, Fuck, that's stuck tighter than a nun's cunt. Don't panic. I was gonna leave Stay that one calm. God damn it! Now, do you recognize this guy? Let me just in just real quick. I think the only lines that were scripted were from the imp. And everything else was ad-lib. Maybe. Continue. Do you recognize George Buckflower? I do not. How about if he looked like a bum and you go, crazy drunk driver? Ben? Crazy drunk pedestrian. The homeless guy from Back to the Future. Yes. He's actually been in a lot of things where yeah. he mostly plays a bum or some other kind of bumbling character. Yeah. But yeah, that guy is funny as hell. I bet you he said a lot more in Back to the Future that they had to cut out. <laughs> so now Lisa and Keith are in the locker room and she is just... Just going to town on him, trying to rip his clothes off, and Keith seems to be resisting a bit. Yes. Well, I feel like Keith... He is a a nerd. No. 
Keith, I feel, understands that she's under a spell, and that's the only reason she's there. And if you watch the scenes, I feel like he's trying to get consent he, for the most of the movie. Yeah. And he's scared. True. Because he's in there. But, yeah, he had some moral compass. Yeah. Which is weird, because at the beginning it seemed like he didn't have one at all. It seemed like he was, like, the most morally corrupt. Taffy goes next, and she wants to be the prom queen, because she was never the prom queen. This is where Spider's just, I'm out of here. Yeah, she's like, fuck this shit. So it turns her into a prom queen, and then I think the imp starts to realize that people are watching. There ain't no sneaking and peeking. Right, now, so when he zaps them magically, it everything lights up green through the security monitors. Did you notice how Babs kind of jumps back before that happens yeah. and only the other two sisters are actually affected. Yeah. I thought that was very weird. Mm. Yeah, that mm. was interesting that he didn't do it to all three. Now, all of a sudden, the uh, doors kind of get uh, electrified. Yeah, he gets pissed, so he basically traps them in there now. Right. Everyone's getting wishes, god damn it. So now, Frankie turns into basically Bride of Frankenstein. So, yeah, when the Sisters get zapped. It's like kind of like a computer monster maker. She turns into Bride of Frankenstein. And the other girl, I couldn't know what the hell she was. I just call her zombie face. Yeah. She's got like, her face is fucked up. Right. So Jimmy realizes that now he's got little, he's got painted wood. They're and not, it's not gold. <laughs> Do you not know that? What was it? The no, I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. But this is so funny to hear him say. Painted wood? <laughs> He's got painted wood. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and the other girl's prom dress is now rags. Yeah. Oh, boo hoo hoo hoo. Oh, my gold. Oh, my dress. Oh. So Jimmy gets attacked. I believe it was by Rhonda. Was it both of them? Yeah, both of them come in, and uh, Spider fights him a little bit. And Cal and Jimmy try to run off with her, but Jimmy trips. Right. So, and then his, he... Have a nice fall! So I couldn't quite tell, like, what they... I mean, did they just basically smash his, like, head in the lid of the jukebox? No, no there was a uh, bowling ball polisher. Is that not a thing? No, you it is. Know. It is, but... So they know. shove his face in there. And it polished his face. Oh, from back, it looked almost looked like a jukebox or something. It was big enough for that. I didn't really think that those were... I thought it was an ice machine. No, the ice machine's later. But yeah, so they shove his face in the bowling ball polisher. and it be, Dude, you gotta stop fucking doing that with your goddamn cans. Um, amateurs. <laughs> so yeah, so he sticks his face in there. We have our first death. Finally. I know. I feel like we've done a bunch of movies with no deaths. Oh, there's a good amount... Well... There's eight deaths in this movie, and my problem with those deaths is most of them are off screen. Right. I am not a fan of that. No matter how cool the dead body looks. Well, the dead body could look pretty cool, and the reveal could be worth it. We go back to Neil. I feel like he needs to focus more on Lisa than... Keith. Was it... Keith. Why did I write Neil? Wow, I totally wrote Neil. His name's Keith. I knew that. Anyway, so Keith Neil needs to focus more on Lisa. Can I just mention that, so now she's topless. She grabs his hands, and she puts them on her tits. And with her boobs in his hand, I wonder how the other guys are doing. <laughs> so I'm wondering if that if that scene took, like, a few takes. So if you notice, like, his... I would have totally fucked up that, that scene a few times. Oh, line, please, 
honk honk because where she's like grabbing him like on his chest he was like super like red here so i'm wondering if that like took quite a bit and she just beat the shit out of him yeah every time uh he fucked up a take i'm sure she right. gave him a few, few licks so you find jimmy is headless now yes this is a cool scene this was pretty cool spider and calvin take jimmy's head wasn't it why would they bowl with jimmy's head what was it ronda yeah or- it was zombie face Rhonda. She balls with the head, and Imp's doing oh, like. I'm thinking the, of. I'm thinking of later on. Yeah, they bowl later, but they, not they, with their friend's head. That would be fucked up. <laughs> That'd be pretty fucked <laughs> oh, up. Oh, sorry, Jimmy. Did you die? <laughs> well, I've been practicing on my form. Can I try to get a strike? Oh, gutter head. All right. So Rhonda, Rhonda throws <laughs> throws Jimmy's head down the lane, and it ends up in the gutter. Gutter head. Gutter head. Yes. Uh God, back on track. So anyway, they scatter, and Bride of Frankenstein's looking for them, finds Taffy in the mall near the fountain. Don't be afraid. It'll only hurt for a little while. Yeah. So Calvin and Spider run and find a closet where Calvin pukes again. Yes, and that is where the ice machine is. They end up posting up by the ice machine for quite a while, and Bridezilla finds Taffy. Right. So... Eventually, they, they find a gun in this closet. Well, Daffy first fights Bridezilla with oh, the oh, pipe. Oh, that's right. Hits her. Yep. Starts kicking her while she's down. And then the Bride of Frankenstein grabs her. That wasn't nice. Right. So they find, they find this gun in the closet. A spider ends up shooting Bridezilla twice. A Rhonda. Yeah. So, and then she asks for more bullets. Yeah, they're in a bowling alley. Where's there going to be more bullets? They found a gun. Why wouldn't there be ammo? You find a gun, you can safely assume there might be ammo. Yeah, I guess but so. But there weren't any more bullets, and apparently it was only loaded with two. Right. She hit her twice. And she seemed dead. Yeah, she seemed it. But I feel like zombies just don't die when you get shot in the chest. It was just zombie face. Sorry. You should have shot her in the face. It's true. Ooh. It's true. Buck Flowers finally got free. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So... Back in the locker room. Still trying to get consent. Yeah. You're Keith, under a spell. You normally wouldn't do this. Yeah, Keith is... Uh, I know. Not, trust he, me. Keith is not into this at all. So he goes to look for ice. Oh, yeah. that's That was his excuse. Or water or this or that. And he finally gets out of there, finds the kitchen, and he walks by this row of friolators and they're clearly on no covers and he finds some fries and he yeah. starts eating them he just picks them out of the fries Recipe out of the friolator so Rhonda sneaks up behind him kills keith sticks his face in the fryer crispy critters that was that was cool that was pretty cool that was a cool one if you've ever stuck any part of your body into the friolator you know that that fucking hurts i haven't done that personally I'll, I'll take I've seen a guy drop something into it and just instinctively reach to grab it. Bad idea. Oh, ouch! Spider and Calvin kind of have a moment. Yeah, this was this was a uh, this was a good one. So she's laughing, and he's like, "What?" And she's like, first time I met you, you came at me with that, hey, come here off in line." Yeah, that was stupid. Yeah, it was very stupid. And that line brings me to the best song to come out of this movie. And it was not in this movie. It didn't actually come out for another 10 years. Static X. 
I'm with stupid. Wait, what? Static X. I'm with stupid. From their album, Wisconsin Death Trip. And they sampled that part of the, the movie. Really? And the whole chorus, you know, stupid, stupid, stupid. And then it ends with the what, stupid. Get, yeah, it, it was. Very it, but... stupid. So, so Taffy finds Keith. Crispy Keith. And then Taffy gets attacked trying to, uh, by the uh, Bridezilla and... Zombie phase. Zombie they face. do the Laffy Taffy pull. Yes. It was like Two, a tug of war, but, yeah. but there was like some great sound effects right there. There, there was. And basically, I mean, we'll, we'll see you later. They, they, they ripped her in half. Yep. Which was actually pretty cool. It was okay. So you have the sound effects. They're doing the tug of war with her, and it kind of seemed like they were stretching her, but it was just right. the way that they were pulling well, I, back I and the, forth. I meant the after. Like when you see, when you come back and find you'll see what happened. Like the... It was just a split scene, and they or a split shot, where they have legs in one and her body in the other, and they just make it look like it's spread apart. It's it's basically when the magician saws the girl in half. Right. It's a parlor trick. It wasn't that great. Sorry, guys. Well, I liked it. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck and you, Mike. Whatever. So, so would anyway. you fuck the top half of a mermaid or the bottom half <laughs> Like, would you want, uh, if you had a mermaid, would you want her to have a fish head or fish, like, bottom? I, uh, I don't know if you want to, you want to be splitting women in half. No, I've which seen, half, I've which, seen, I've seen which, the cartoon. I've seen which the, half do you want? I've seen a little cartoon meme of it. Anywho. Anyway, yeah. Babs ends up running out back. Oh, behind the pins. Yeah. Now, if you've ever been in a bowling alley after midnight, I've like, been. we all have, because it's... The cool thing for nerds to do. It's different. It's pretty cool behind the pins. I have to say, the machinery and all the... Yeah. So, Uncle Limpy meets her out back, sends, uh, sends Rhonda on her. So, Rhonda attacks Babs. She smashes her with, like, a bowling pin that was hanging on the wall. Yeah, that, that must have hurt. That had to hurt. And then she throws, she throws her through the machine. All right, so let's just say that... So, Rhonda hit Babs... And then Babs got back up because Babs is a bad bitch. And she throws her through the machine. Which, I'm sorry, that can't happen. But the pin setter, I was always afraid of being crushed by that thing. Yeah, those those can kill you. The ones that I worked on, they'll just break things. Those the, will kill you. The demon gets thrown through and Spider rolls a perfect strike. This was what I was thinking of. Is when she just, you know... And she's just laying on the lane, waiting for the ball to hit her in the face. No! Slow motion, ball <laughs> keeps coming. No! Ball still rolling. No! Checks her watch, ball still rolling. <laughs> Boom! Calvin goes, oh, one dead demon! They even kind of shadily, weirdly check her pulse and just assume she's dead. Yeah, she just, yeah so she just lays there, gets hit with a ball. And then the imp turns Babs into a demon now. So she's now a demon dominatrix. Yes. So her outfit got badass. She went yeah. from like frumpy sorority Valley president yeah. to sexy dominatrix. Except her haircut got worse. Now she's wearing like a David Bowie wig. I didn't think it was that bad. I think they could have kept her hair and just changed her outfit. 
Either way. So janitor's sleeping. We're splitting hairs. <laughs> so, so the janitor's sleeping. He's got like this old school like earbud listening to whatever he's listening to. And Wasn't he, he? He was asleep. That earbud is his hearing aid. You crass bastard. Looked like he had... He's deaf. He's like, well, let me turn this up. There's like a whole five minutes of him being deaf and but like, like yeah, yeah, misinterpreting no, those, what they're those saying. Those were great lines. Those were great lines. Like when he, like, they'd be saying something. They kept the whole, like, story kind of going. But like, they would say something and like, I can't think of one <laughs> Well, first, I love, I love they wake him up, right? And he's like, hey, we're closed. <laughs> So they go into the story, demons are killing my friends. Hey kids, drugs are not the answer. You're going to have to learn to say no. Well, you got to learn to do what the TV says. (laughs) And learn to say no. Fuck flower, man. You you don't let the imp out? Hilarious. No! So they go into this big story about 30 years ago, this guy who apparently sucked at bowling. Now who was this guy that sucked? His name was Dave McCabe. Dave McCabe. Who was Dave Dakota? That was his alias when he used to direct porn. Dave McCabe's accolades include Boys Just Want to Have Sex, Working Girls, Show and Tell, Man Heat, and Never Big Enough. Just to name a few. So, (laughs) apparently he used black magic to be a good bowler. The imp started killing people. So he trapped them in the trophy. Right, because apparently when you trap an imp in a small space, he loses his powers. That is the most stupid damn story I've ever heard. It sounds like a mess. Nope, nope, he never confessed. <laughs> yeah, see? Even you <laughs> knew he was deaf. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, that's absurd. No, it wasn't a bird. That was pretty funny. Oh, my God. So we go back to the locker room where Lisa is still naked. Yeah. And waiting. <laughs> and then so she gets a shocked look on her face. Someone turns out the light. Frankie sneaks out like, you know, out of that closet where um, Spider and was it Spider and Calvin, mm-hmm. they're holding a knife. So she comes out of that room and takes the knife. And then just goes right back into the room. Yeah. No problem. She shuts the door, I believe. And then she they're t- like, oh, let's lock her in. Yeah. So she's still like, what the fuck was that about? So we see we see Babs is now a, like a dom demon now. Runs into Lisa, and a spider spider goes to find a gas can. Now, can I just say, when Dominatrix Babs is closing in on Lisa... No, so I don't know if the spell broke or if Lisa's still an nymphomaniac and doesn't want to get murdered, because who wants to get murdered, whether you're a nympho or not? But Babs has that whip, and she's half-cracking it, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be cool. She's going to whip her. And then, no, she drops the whip and picks up that stupid goddamn paddle again. And then looks like she, like, kind of conks her on the head. Yeah. Let down. So they make they end up making, like, a little mini bomb. Molotov cocktail, if you will. The correct way, because it was actually in a bottle. And, yep. Babs and Spider have their fight. Yeah. Spider versus Babs. No, did Take I, your bets. No, did I see, did, did Spider rip out her earring? If like, she did, I like missed she, that. Yeah, that looked, would be cool. It looked like she she ripped her earring out. So Calvin likes Calvin lights the Molotov cocktail. How about a cocktail? Blazes Babs. Flaming Babs. You know, for for, uh, for somebody who was you know 
absolutely just shit-faced off of one beer. He, he seems to hold his composure pretty well. Good I'm pretty beer. sure at this point he's sober now. No, he, now he is. He could catch the Molotov cocktail, yeah. light up Babs, and then make the what a stench joke. <laughs> it's a shame we had a killer. I really like the outfit she had on. So we go back, Frankie. Frankie, no. This is where we see the demise of the janitor. No, we don't see the demise of the janitor. Okay, well, we don't see it, but... She he... holds up the knife and... God, God damn, damn that fucking, fucking imp. Okay, but it's the demise of him. We just yeah. don't see it. I, I thought he was going to survive when I first saw him. I was hoping. I, no, when I first saw him, I thought he would die. But after, like, he had some of those lines... Yeah. And then he knew something, I was like... He's gonna be like one of those survivors because I thought this. I really like would have liked a little bit more of his backstory because he said he'd been at the bowling alley for thirty years, yeah. and he was there when the imp got trapped. So he was there for a lot of this shit. So I don't know. There's more to more, more to him than we know. It. He was stupid. Now Frankie is chasing Spider and Calvin with an axe. Yep, the so, axe wielding bride. So they're they're chasing them all over. Can I just them. mention Calvin is fucking useless except for that catch and. <laughs> throw with the Molotov cocktail. He's done nothing. He's not doing anything. Spider is holding her own, kicking this girl's ass while getting an axe swung at her. Yeah. And Calvin's just kind of like standing back like, yeah, girl fight. Spider grabs the axe from her and just chops her head off. Chop. The head hits the door and all of a sudden, you can get out now. Magic against magic. Apparently so. So she sends Calvin to go get the car. You know, be useful for something. Thank you, dude. At least you can drive, right? You got your license? No? Oh, God. I hope you have your permit. <laughs> so Rhonda, Rhonda's in the backseat. Oh, the oldest trick in the book. So she's attacking him, you know, holding his eyes or whatever. The car ends up freaking flipping in the parking lot. Dude, he flipped that car like what? That was like some Duke's Hazard shit. But the imp is outside. The spider comes up. Distracted him. She comes up behind him with the, not the Prince Albert can, but the Prince Alberto can. So now, they leave, she leaves the canister just sitting on the steps, and then they take off on the bicycle. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, she, she starts up the bike, she's like, let's get out of here, you don't want to have to explain eight dead bodies to you. So like, the imp did it. Yeah, okay, where are we going? My place. All right, let's go. Zoom off, and... It zooms into the Prince Alberto can, just lying there on the curb, and you hear the imp, Let me out of here! Hey you! In the front row! Wanna wish? <laughs> There's the end of the movie. Oh, what'd you think? <laughs> Alright, so let me start, let me preface this with, I picked this movie for my birthday, because I wanted to go over it. I really like this movie. It's fun, it has the bowling alley, it's got... Enough camp, enough jokes. It's not a great movie. It's got a lot of flaws. It's a stupid good time. I feel like that's all like those kind of movies are really there for. They know they're terrible, but it's fun. It, you know, it, 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 it's a fun thing to go through. Yeah, I just wish they had more on-screen deaths. Maybe more than 12 days could have got spent on the story. I'm giving it two and a half brains. Ray. I'm going to go two. Ray. Two. Ouch. Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm guessing their budget wasn't very high. They probably spent most of their budget on the imp. That's sad. It wasn't even that great of a puppet. And the guy that voiced the puppet went by Dookie Flyswatter. 
his real name's Michael Sonye, have to call you out because there's, come on. Like, even he was like, I don't want to be the goddamn imp. If you're going to put me as the imp, put Dookie Flyswatter on there. And then uh, they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> but you're doing the goddamn imp. Yeah. So, so like, very cheesy, like, kind of, like I said, Porky's Revenge of the Nerds. But there was, like, a weird morality. Like, they show Calvin. He was peer pressured into going. He didn't want to go. They had to get him drunk to be even involved with them. And the other two die because they're bad. And he ends up winning. Winning. He lives. He ends up riding off into the sunset. The sun's coming up. The sunset. They're literally riding off. He's riding bitch. But he's still riding off into the sunset with the babe. And who was it? Out of the three nerds. It was the horror nerd. The horror nerd always wins. Keep that in mind. Absolutely. All right. Speaking of babes. Sorority babes. Okay. So, to make sure that we have everything correct for this movie, we have Jeremy, obviously, as the bowling manager who can, you know, talk that side. But who cares about that side? We well, want to talk to the, the sorority babes. So... We brought in a couple sorority babes. We've got Final Girl Jenna and Final Girl Raina. And her soon-to-be husband here, too, Norm. Still. He's still here. Say what up. Hi. Hello. So you both were in sororities. Yes. Can you speak to the uh, accuracies of the movie? Raina hasn't seen it. It's okay. Not many people have actually seen this movie, except the people I make watch the movie. <laughs> and even fewer sorority girls have seen the movie. I don't think any sorority girls are actually in the movie. I'd say it was very lightly based on an actual sorority. Was the fact that they were doing initiation, they had two pledges, and there were only three sisters present in that whole house? Wasn't that a little odd? Yes. Oh, that's completely wrong. Extremely. So another thing. So they're Tri-Delta. And when it shows the establishing shot of the sorority house, there's no deltas. Can you tell me what the fuck this is? This right here. These symbols. Are those Greek letters? That looks like a Jesus fish. <laughs> no, it's Omega? Um, I don't think so. Omega, so Xena, as, Lambda. As basic, as, yeah, basically that's what I've, I... Searched so many different types of Greek letters. I looked up drunk people trying to write Greek letters to see if maybe that would give me some. And I basically came up with Landa Chai Omega. You have to talk. It's cheap. Maybe. You have to talk. It's cheap. You have to, you have to, maybe it's Kai. You have okay. to talk to yeah, math. You have to talk to math people. Do you want Greek letters? I don't really the care Greek? that much. I was just wondering why they would be in a different house than their namesake. So then, in the big yeah. initiation scene with the paddle... What happened with the paddle? Okay. Was there a spanking? There was a, there was a dual spanking, and it was very nice. Does that happen in, in, during initiations? I can't say. We've been sworn to secrecy for the, the sisterhood. That's bullshit. <laughs> there are definitely paddles in every sorority. Well, there are paddles. Yeah, yeah. Your big sister makes you a paddle. Yeah. make a paddle for somebody else, right? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. been a while. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every big sister will make their little sister a paddle once they mm -hmm. go through the pledge process. 
Does she oh, make you kiss it? paddle for the bit, right? Um, I, for my sorority, I did make a paddle for my big sister. Yeah. Um, As a Do you put extra padding in it just so it doesn't hurt? <laughs> no. Paddles don't have padding. Ooh, I like that. Paddles don't have padding. All right, so on this particular paddle were these three Greek letters. Obviously not tri-delta. Mm -hmm. right. What are these? Beta, pi, omega? Yeah. Beta, theta. Theta? So I was wondering why the hell they have three different names. But as Jeremy pointed out while we were doing the episode, he goes, it kind of looks like it says butt. <laughs> and I was like, ah, <laughs> clever. Or that's just where my mind was. <laughs> no, it, it makes perfect sense. Spitting. So during the scene, there had these little skimpy torn t-shirts and were just forced to wear underwear. Uh, were you guys forced to wear any weird outfits? Underwear is yeah, not weird. Yeah, we socials. So we'd have yeah. to like, wear, Like we know, hadn't like, anything, dark yeah, anything but clothes, social, um, you know, naughty schoolgirl night, something like yeah. that. Pimps and hoes. But I mean, I guess during the pledging process, we did have to wear things, but like nothing like skimpy. Nothing. It was more there of an annoyance. Nothing. Jenna, did they circle Sally Light in your sorority? Like in the community sunlight? No. That sounds horrible. You never saw that? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that on like the the plastic <laughs> surgery show. Wow. We did do that in your sorority. But at the same time, so remembering a little bit of the movie, they definitely, during Hell Week, we definitely did have, like, scavenger hunts and, like, things that we had to accomplish, like, during all hours of the night. Oh, yeah. Um, so that kind of relates to the movie a little bit. A little sleep deprivation. Yes, definitely. Any other initiation rituals that you can speak of? Mm, not really. Anything illegal? Yes or no? You don't have to no. say what. Well, no. Is hazing illegal? There was definitely some hazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, that the whole is. thing is hazing. I mean, yeah. that's just, that's a wicked gray area. So that's bullshit. Hazing, I mean, is that illegal? Oh, come on. Is fun illegal? I guess it is now. I'd say it's 80% mental, 20% physical. Okay, so. so. No breaking into bowling alleys to steal a trophy that may or may not contain a demon imp. No, I mean, that's no. not part of hazing. That's just part of doing No, right. Right, because every, every day you break, you drop your skull bowl in the bowling alley and you have to trap an imp. Now, one thing not brought up in the movie, which I thought was very important to inquire about, because I've seen it in multiple movies, such as Animal House and Revenge of the Nerds, uh, sorority girls always have to have pajama party pillow fights. <laughs> Is that accurate? No. 100%. Not in my sorority, no. no. So there were no pillow <laughs> fights. She said yes, you said no. no. There were no pillow fights in this movie. That's what I said. Oh. I was so, just wondering for personal purposes. I was trying to remember it, and I cannot remember it. So It would be a memorable scene. I feel like every slumber party I've had has had pajamas and pillow fights. But it's funny because in the movies, they have oh, oh their, their pillows are full of feathers, <laughs> And when they're, like, slapping, like, feathers start fluttering yeah. everywhere, and it's yeah, like a dream sequence, and it's 
slow motion. Everything's jiggling slow. Sorry, I went way off the rails right there. I apologize. You two are lovely ladies. I very much appreciate you guys coming on the podcast and maybe embarrassing yourselves because I definitely embarrassed us. Thank you. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, thanks. I'm Norm. No questions from Jeremy? Oh, I came up with nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I had nothing. He's he's too busy being the horror nerd. I It was a good time. Do it again. Yeah, definitely. Cool. We'll have better questions. Maybe next time the sorority movie that we do will actually be realistic. Horror babe of the month. Samara Weaving. Yes. Very good choice. And she's definitely been all over horror as of late. I mean, the first time I saw her, I think, was in The Babysitter. I saw that on Netflix. And then with Steven Yoon in Mayhem. See, I haven't seen that one yet. Awesome in that. It was kind of like the Belko experiment, but you know, just badass, a lot of violence. And last year, one of the best movies that came out of last year, Ready or Not. That was a fun movie. That movie was awesome. Just that that last shot of oh my god. I don't want to ruin it cuz it was literally just last year. Watch that movie. Watch out for her because she's going to be in Guns Akimbo that's coming out. Yep. And she's going to be in the new Bill and Ted, Ted movie. I was just looking at that. So she's very excited about like, that movie. I'm not 100% sure, but I was looking by her uh, title there. She might be uh, Bill's daughter. She is. She's Bill's daughter? Yes. Okay. She was also in Ash versus the Evil Dead. She was three in three episodes as Heather. She also played in the main cast as Nelson Rose on Smilf. With Rosie O'Donnell, recorded up in Southie. Really? Yeah. My dad actually auditioned for a role in this show. He, he was all excited about it. Actually uh, met Rosie O'Donnell on the set. That is actually pretty cool. I wonder if he met Samara Weaving. I don't know. Probably not. He probably would have called me. Made her call me. Yeah, I could see that. You know, my dad is uh, notorious for making celebrities call people. He's only done it once. No. Oh. And who was that? Vanessa Carlton. Oh, you know what we do have? What do Before we, have? we wrap it up, a little bit of fan feedback. Ooh, I like fan feedback. Yeah, we got a five-star review on iTunes. Another one, I should say. Another. Hey, if uh, you happen to be listening to us on iTunes, hit us up. Five stars. Write a little uh, spiel. Let us know what you think. So this is from, I don't know if it's ID or id. Maybe it's one of our ids just, like, taking over and typing up good things about us. That's what my id would do. But we'll say ID 11050752. It's a lot of numbers. It is. It's a lot of numbers. Great podcast. What a great pod. I absolutely love this genre of movies, and any talk about it is good talk as far as I am concerned. But this podcast is far and away better than most on the subject. I can't wait for the next one to come out every time. Thank you. Well, thank you, ID or id. Thanks for listening. Uh, we definitely appreciate the, the shout-out. Absolutely. Thank you. So, anywhere, you can find us anywhere, really, where they have podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on iTunes, obviously. Leave us some uh, feedback. Uh, we're also on Podomatic. Yeah, follow us, subscribe. 
like, like, like. Yeah, hit us up. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Fans of the Dead. One, that's the number one. Uh, we're also on Facebook as just Fans of the Dead. Soon to be Fans of the Dead on YouTube. We're gonna Ooh. put up our recipe for disaster, a little funny video there that we did while I was making up the recipe. Uh, fans of the Dead Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up there. Please, just give us some feedback. Let, let us know what you think. We'll uh, shout out you. Absolutely. So, I think that'd be it. All right, man. As always, have fun. Be safe. Peace.